Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. This is Rue. This is Tugs. And this is For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. Today, we are going to be talking about Poppyverse. Oh boy. The title of this episode is Welcome to Furry High. Poppyverse. We have a special guest today. Today, we're going to be joined by Scott J. Fox, who has been, who is well known when it comes to Twitter. Um, he has a lot of different followers um, on his Twitter account, and and basically, if if you want to get well known through Twitter, have him tweet your name, and there you go, you have more followers. But before we get to Scott, we have to do the weekly recap. Okay. So, what happened this week? Well, let's see. We sat around. You know, getting ready for the episode. So we were Americans. Yeah, we were Americans. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what else happened? Well, we actually got uh, the okay from the creator of the Bedfellow series to start playing select episodes on the air. So we will be doing that. We soon. also recorded a special episode that will be airing in like two weeks. Yep, we did. We're looking forward to that. There'll be a little preview of it at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. Also, we reached a hundred views on Facebook. Views? Like a hundred people actually looked at the page? No, not views. A hundred likes. I was going to say that's pretty good. A hundred views. <laughs> but you know, it's not really. We haven't been really focusing that much on our our Facebook page. It's mostly been our website and through iTunes fault. and stuff like that. It's so, his fault. I'm just putting it out there. Oh. You hear that bus running you over? Oh, thanks. Yeah. So there were no meets this week. How many? um, How many people have downloaded our? Several hundred. Several hundred. Several hundred people downloaded last episode. So we thank you very much for that. It's kind of exciting to come on and put out an episode and then see people actually want to listen to it. It Means we might be doing something right. So thank you to everyone. Yes, thank you. Well, we found we sound so formal today. It's like yes. It's because we're the... organized now. Huh. There's no room for fun. Oh, they'll be fun. Okay. Good. All right. Well, do you have your cookie? I do. I do. Is it that time? I'm so tired of fortune cookies. Okay. Cue the special effects. We have special effects. I don't know. We don't have special effects for this. What? Nope. We need to have like ruse cookie hour or something like that. <laughs> da 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 da. The fortune flew out of that cookie. He really does have a fortune cookie. He's really eating one. So those aren't those are not folied in. Those are, that's his mouth masticating for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> They're not packaged noodles this time, <laughs> or a graham cracker that's stale. <laughs> Shh! They can't see. Don't tell. Shh. Okay, this is what this fortune is this week. Your exotic ideas leads you to many exciting new adventures. Where the hell do you get your fortune cookies? <laughs> oh, well, I got them at Walmart, actually, this time. They have a fortune cookie bag at Walmart? Why am I surprised by this? They have everything at Walmart. Made in China. <laughs> so once again, your erotic... No, not erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Your ideas will lead you to many exciting and new adventures in bed with a cookie. I think it's better if it's erotic. We could say erotic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's your cookie. All right. Well, let's turn to topic then. Don't worry. I'm determined to succeed. Follow my lead. And yes, indeed. You will be popular. You're gonna be popular. I'll teach you the proper poise when you talk to boys. Little ways to flirt and flounce. I'll show you what shoes to wear, how to fix your hair. So, this episode is about poppy furs. And like Rue said, we have Scott J. Fox in studio with us. Say hi to everyone. Hi. No, no. Right about now. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> this is when you talk. 
So tell us a little bit about yourself, Scott. I gave a, like a horrible, horrible um, introduction. Oh, it seemed pretty good, but I don't know what the introduction is supposed to be like. So well, props just tell to us you. yourself. Um, well, my name's Scott. Oh, God. I, Have you been sober for three sober weeks? Sober for three weeks? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I've, I've been sober for... Actually, I'm drinking right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> lemonade. So unless it's spiked, I'm pretty sure I'm sober. Yeah. I don't know. No. Um, I don't know. I. What do you do for fun? I should have thought about this sort of stuff before. I no, no, this is why it's fun. Now show. everyone can <laughs> laugh. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Well, for fun, I work a lot, which I actually do consider fun because I love my job, which I'm working at Starbucks right now. So. Are you serious? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's one of the lower paying jobs I've ever had, but it's definitely one of the most fun. So I don't really mind it much. And I like my coworkers. You work at that location up in... in Bountiful. In... Oh. Yeah. So tell, about, tell us about your, um, the episode that happened with you and your little tip jar. Um, actually, it's... Oh, God. Uh, uh, anyway, okay. Well, so let's see what happened um, with that. Actually, actually, it's kind of weird to think that people actually read my tweets. I like to, I like to just think <laughs> that I just post them there and then forget about it. Then someone will bring them up in person. It's like, oh yeah, I did say that. But anyway, with the tip jar, um, what I ended up doing was I got this big piece of paper and then I wrote, I wrote on it, "If you think I'm adorable," and put a big smiley face and a giant arrow pointing to the tip jar itself. And so what happened was there was this. Like, actually, it was, it was actually really cute. So it, it worked out for me. But there's this guy who um, I was ringing out or really checking out. But I was checking him out in both senses of the word, I guess. Um, anyway, <laughs> so he pulled out a 20 of his wallet. And I figured he was going to pay with it. But he ended up paying with his card, took the 20, winked at me, and then put the 20 in the tip jar. And that was, that was a pretty awesome self-esteem. Was, was it the start of a beautiful relationship? No, I haven't seen him since. Uh, <laughs> I was... People were joking. It was like, he probably wrote the, his phone number on the 20, and I didn't check, but it's okay. <laughs> how, so how did you find the fandom? Um, actually, I stumbled on it by mistake. Um, I stumbled on it by mistake, and what, what ended up with the fandom of like why I joined it or whatever was I found this like culture of people on the internet, and they all had these little like pretend animal people, and I was like, oh my god, that's the cutest thing. I want one, and... <laughs> So it wasn't like a like a, oh I think I'm an animal or anything like that. It was just like oh these people like to pretend they're animals on the internet. It's cute. So I ended up I ended up wanting one, and then I already had the last name of Fox, so I sort of got stuck with that and went from there. Were you looking for porn? Be honest. Uh, that's what I stumbled upon it at first, but <laughs> Every, <laughs> so everyone gets to the fandom I think through porn at some point. Well, maybe it's, it's, maybe not. Not everybody does. It's, it's how I found it, but it's not what I stayed. I mean, I've, I've got my mature filter on FA enabled, so I don't even see any of it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't have a problem with it, but it's just, it doesn't do anything for me. I like, I like people. Thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, awesome. so you become a pop for is now, is that by choice or did that just get foisted on you? It sort of just happened, to be honest. Like it wasn't something I was looking for. It sort of just all happened at once and I didn't really know how to react to it. I guess when it started. Do you are you okay with the term popular? Does that work for you, or do you not like it so much? No, I don't really like it. Really, <laughs> it, it kind of bothers me. But on the other hand, it's like, well, I know it's the interviews for us. So it's okay, but what what bothers you about it? Well, I don't know. It's just back when I first found the fandom, it really wasn't about like being popular or anything like that. Like I joined the fandom and like got to know all the Utahers because it was a way to get away from high school and to get away from all that popularity nonsense. You know, it was, we were all friends with each other just because we were friends with each other. There's no other reason. But in the last few years, it's really developed towards gearing towards certain furs and like a smaller select group of them that are more well known than the other ones. And the whole poppy fur thing. And I don't think that's what the fandom should be about at all. And a little ironic coming from me. Sure. I can say that, but right. All right. All right. Well, we actually did uh, a fur on the street little bit here to get people's definitions of what they think a poppy fur is. Uh, and then we have an email and we've gotten your definition a little bit of what a poppy fur is. So we're going to do the fur on the street part and Rue's got that email and then we'll be right back. So let's grab the sound bits. I believe that a poppy fur is somebody that you could regard as being well liked around the furry fandom. Uh, somebody that most people know who they are and want to become friends with them only to make themselves more popular as well 
Hello, my name is Randy Vox, and I am here to tell you what is called a popular fur. I think it's the right term. The popular fur is anyone who will be wearing the shirt from the Scribble Fox, because everybody wants to be, as you say, yifing them. No, wait, I'm sorry, yiving them. So what do you think of those definitions? Do you agree with those? Uh, well, the first one, I would kind of disagree. Like, on the other, if you would have just used the word popular in general, maybe I could agree with it, but the term popufer itself really has, to, at least to me, has obtained a more demeaning or degrading meaning because the popufer is more used like in a snarky fashion of, oh, he's popufer. And when I think popufer, I think of the people who think that they're actually better than everyone and that they think they're better than whoever. And so they don't talk to everybody because of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas instead of someone who's just well-liked, you know, like it doesn't matter how many followers or watchers you have, you still are just a regular person at the end of the day. Right. Okay. I, I actually asked, um, asked our local group, the Utah Furries, um, a question of what is a poppy, poppy fur and how do you know if you are one? And these are some of the responses that I received. I think, let's see, this is from um, our Mr. Raccoon. I don't know his full name. Okay. Um, let's see. I think of it, it's, it's like Cheers. If you go um, somewhere and everybody knows your name, you're a poppy fur. Um, someone else said... I like that term even less now because I don't like cheers. Really? <laughs> I just... No, no, Where I can't. everybody knows your name. Yeah. You should, like, play that right now. Um, <laughs> Shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> and someone else said, it's a fur that goes pop when you hug it too hard. Oh, that's cute. It's like, <laughs> it's like the ringmaster. So, that was a, com- a couple of the good responses, so... Oh, and then somebody said that Ruchi is a poppy fur. I don't know if that's true, but... Yes. <laughs> I'm not a poppy fur. Oh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so how about that email? Did you grab it? Uh, not yet. Okay, I've got it. Go ahead, read it. All right, so this is from Micah. He is one of our awesome listeners up there in Idaho. He's so awesome. He writes us every week, so we appreciate that. And it's loading because Google failed. Google never fails. <laughs> All right. Here it is. It says, Dear Rue, because apparently I'm not on the show. <laughs> My name is Micah, and I am a tiger. He spelled it T-I-G-U-R-R in all caps. Uh, those who listen to your show know that they should introduce themselves and their species. Uh, well, apparently... Uh, oh, he did it. Okay, that was kind of strange. Uh, Popularity is an interesting subject to consider, and I think there are several different realms of it. You have the artists who are recognized for their work, and suits and suit makers that are popular, and then you have the partiers. These people are poppy fur because they throw awesome parties. Some might even consider you poppy for hosting your own podcast. That's two votes. I'm not a poppy fur. <laughs> I think that poppy fur comes not only in various groups, but in degrees. You have your local hero, that guy with 50,000 views on FA, and maybe there's the person known at a slightly larger level and frequents the smaller cons. Then you have your nationwide poppy furs, like Blotch, Zan, Dark Natasha, etc. And I find the less inclusive the individual is, the more poppy fur they become. If they tailor art to a specific group, they may be limiting their popularity. But does it matter, and is it a positive thing? My personal opinion is that it doesn't matter, in the sense that if popularity is based on the opinion of others, why should one really give a shit? <laughs> if someone thinks I suck at something, that's their opinion. It's when we start receiving praise that the trouble arises in my mind. Should one lose sight of humility, then it supposes that they may start to believe in their own hype, and that's never good, IMO. But then one can argue certain popular individuals grace our lives with their charm, wit, and skill, but the truth is the most positive quality is of their recognition. If one seeks to be popular, then one has already placed their fate in the paws of others, and not to sound cynical, but at best it seems foolish to stake your own life on others' opinions, especially when they're furry and fallible. However, they may re- yet remain those who are both popular and blind to it, fulfilling their own destinies despite the distraction of fame. Best wishes, Micah. That was good. So he has a little bit more of a spectrum opinion there. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed this particular email. I mean, that's that's the main thing is why put your your fate into other people's hands? You know, let's just the thing is you do you do you can do what you want to do. And um, you know, people's opinions of who you are or of what you do um shouldn't be important. You just so. gotta be yourself, really. We have breaking news. The popular has tweeted. 
Oh, no. And here we go to Rue at the tweet desk. I spent my weekend sitting around reflecting on how awesome it is to be me. Hashtag poppy fur. Hashtag lifestyle. And that's the news. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did do you see the poppy fur thing as like a high school type trend then? Yeah, it really is. I think it. it re- I've really started to notice it a lot more with the more younger furs coming into the picture and with it becoming a lot more, I hate to use the word mainstream because of like what it means now, but it's really has become a lot more mainstream because I mean, back when I found it, God, I was probably 14, 13, 14 years old when I started going to the fur meets, actually, I was the only one who was even underage. Like the next youngest person was in their twenties at that point when I started going to the meets and now it's there's a lot more younger people than there have been. So I think that same mentality of the furs who are still in high school takes off from it being that high school environment into the furry community as well. Hmm. So how to count? How do the, you know if you're a poppy fur? I wouldn't say that there's a definition for it. Like really, because it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I had a lot of people tell me that I was really popular in high school, whereas I wouldn't consider myself to be because in the like the general broad of high school, I wasn't. But in my own little social circle of friends, I was. So it's sort of like now where if you're on Twitter, you'll know me. But anyone who's not on Twitter is going to have absolutely no idea who I am since I don't do any art or I don't like commission whore my character out and all that stuff. So as far as like, how do you know if you're popular? It really depends. You can be like the quote unquote like leader in your own little social group, or you can be the leader in an entire community of thousands. It's really your own personal definition. I don't think there's anything set to it. It's just if you consider yourself to be one, then go for it. It's like it's like furry, you know, there's no set definition. If you consider yourself a furry, then go for it. You are one. If you don't, then you're not. What do you like most about being a poppy fur? Okay, so it is pretty cool to have that many followers. Like, cause it's to the point where if I tweet something and it doesn't get retweeted for some reason, I double check it because I'm not sure if it's sent or not. So it's it's kind of cool to have that little like highly influential power, I guess. And it's, I don't know. It's it's it is a definitely an ego boosting thing of that. It sounds like it's a first world problem. It is. <laughs> well, because it has its downsides, too, because it's like if I do something stupid in the eyes of 3,000 people, then I just sent it to 3,000 people's cell phones. So it's it's a double-edged sword, that's for sure. Are you at 3,000 right now? I think I'm at 3,036 or 56 or something. What do you think segued you to being a poppy for, like... Bucktown. Bucktown Tiger? Yeah. It, what, what the story for that is, is um, I had no life and was on Twitter all the time. So I was just like tweeting and like using it as an instant messenger. And this was before everybody spammed Twitter. Like it was a pretty uncommon thing to do that. And Bucktown Tiger, he had this hashtag called tweeting like Bucktown, which he would use if he was making like consecutive tweets, like six or seven, which is like so crazy back then. And now it doesn't even mean anything. But so he had about a thousand followers at the time. And um, one of our friends, or one of my friends, Lunari, actually, who's a Utah fur here, he pointed out to Bucktown, he's like, you think you tweet too much? You need to check out this guy. And Bucktown basically took that and just exploded with it and hoard my name out like a thousand times. Like, oh my God, this guy tweets so much. It's crazy. And spanned <laughs> my name for like a week. And that got me probably the first batch of like five to 600 followers. Wow. And then past that, I guess it would be the whole Thunderoo incident or whatever you want to whatever you want to call that the thunderoo incident yeah explain if you you google my name that's actually the first thing that comes up is there was another like a like the last time i was interviewed or like there's like a big news article what 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 happened with that i guess to make a long story short we got time you can make it long you can go as long as you want okay i just it could be be an hour long god i ramble so (laughs) much though well, okay, so with what happened with Thunderoo is both he and I at this point, and um, this is while I was, I moved out and was living in Los Angeles with my now ex at the time, but um, we, he, both Thunderoo and I both had about a thousand followers at this point, so we were both like pretty, like decently well known, especially since like nowadays, like most people have a thousand followers, but back then it was like the 3,000 of now, you know, since I was like a year and a half ago by now, I guess. Well, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so what happened was Thunderoo ended up getting a job out in Atlanta, and um, his parents were kind of, I guess you could say, oppressive 
You know, there was like sort of like a stereotypical, like really Mormon family and everything. Like, they love him to death and everything. They were just like kind of overprotective and dri- driving him nuts and all that stuff. And they didn't like him being on the internet or even having a Twitter, all that stuff. But anyway, so he ended up getting a job out in Atlanta and he ended up flying out to Atlanta to take the job offer, which was supposed to be like really good pay. And I don't really know the details of it because I didn't ask because I don't want to leave in the first place. But what ended up happening is that apparently his parents told him that um, his dad was in a car accident and was in the hospital and so that he needed to come home. So then Thunderoo had to end up quitting his job and then flying all the way back to California um, to go see his dad in the hospital. And what ended up happening after that is suddenly out of nowhere, he arrives back in um, California, never says that he arrived, doesn't say anything about it. And then all of a sudden his Twitter is just gone. So is all of his, like his FA, his Twitter, all of his online presence has just been completely deleted. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I send him a text message, like, are you okay? And I get back the response of stop texting my son. So at that point I'm like, okay, now I know what happened. So it sounds like, you know, they ended up lying to him just to get him to come back because they don't want him to leave. So then my um, ex and I ended up driving all the way out to his house, which was like an hour and 45 minutes or so. And I, at the time, I had no idea it was going to be such a big deal because everyone was wondering where he was. So I made one tweet of B or B going to pick up at Thunderoo and then didn't look at my phone for the rest of the time. But by the time I ended up or I should say we, my ex and I ended up driving out to his parents' place, picked him up and brought him back to where we were living. I had, and you can ask both Thunderoo and Achiga because this is going to sound so over-exaggerated, but they were there as we went through and looked through all of them. I had between 6,000 and 7,000 mentions on Twitter of people like wishing good luck or just wanting to know what happened. And it was just so crazy. And that alone spiked me all the way back back all the way up to like 1600 1700 followers from that act alone i have to admit i i actually remember that the whole situation and like that was a that was a while ago yeah that's that was that was probably what really started it and that was oh god i don't know i got interviewed because of that by um camden actually another utah for he interviewed me and it was on furry news network or i think it still is but I just remember in that one, because I said I didn't really know how to handle it, and it all sort of like came out of nowhere, and it was sort of just all overwhelming, and I mean, it still kind of is, but for like a whole year after that incident, so many people like kept calling me Hero Fox, which was kind of, I don't know, it wasn't that bad, but I, I didn't really like it at the same time, because it, I don't know, it's just, it, was just, it's, it was just all really too much, I guess, at that point. But well, we can just say that you're I'm just glad that you're stopped. modest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we keep going with the interview, um, we're going to torture you with a game. Yay. Wait. But, but we have breaking news. Oh, we do. We do. What is the breaking news? All right. This just in from the puppy fur. Woke up in cold sweats again. The same nightmare. Wasn't a puppy fur. So terrible. I would rather die. Hashtag not poppy, puppy fur. Hashtag nightmare. Bring you the latest breaking news from the poppy fur as it breaks. <laughs> so we have a game where we're going to torture you and quiz you on your poppy furs. So the way it works. God, I don't know anybody. That, I know. You'll do great. <laughs> have you watched Top Gear before? Yes. Okay. So you're familiar with the board where they have the times. So what we're going to do. really bad with names. I need to say that now. I'll recognize faces, pictures, okay. names. I'm it's not okay. You'll be on the board with like one point then. God. <laughs> but we're going to keep a, a, a running tally of our guests. Okay. Um, every game we play is worth 10 points. Um, we're going to ask you 10 questions. Um, actually, Rue, I, and our sound tech, Koru, is, are going to take turns reading you these clues. And you get one guess. Every answer that you get right is worth one point, And every answer that you miss is subject to extreme humiliation. Oh, good God. <laughs> Here's your first question. Hey everyone, this is your favorite tribrid coming to you from one of my many fursuits. Have you seen one of my many, many YouTube videos? You can really see the details on my Heelys. Supposed to give a name of who that is? Yep. You sure are. It's cute, and I've hugged it before, but I don't know what its name is. <laughs> well, you gotta give one guess. I believe he has orange hair. Oh, shoot. Um, okay, that's not who I was thinking of then, so thanks for that hint. Let's see, orange hair. No, that's because he has blue hair. Oh, just a little bitch. Um, he does squeak a little bit. He has a squeaker. He has a squeaker? Well, I don't... So he squeak talks a little bit. 
Well, there's too many squeakers now. <laughs> I remember, like, Flex did it, and then Scroy, and... That is the correct <laughs> answer! Oh, Scroy doesn't have orange hair. Doesn't he? I don't know. I thought he did. You want to try reading question No, he's two? a he's a he's a fusky wolf thing. Oh, hey, ah, ah. there's that word you can pronounce. Yeah, fusky. All right, question two, Koru. Sweet. You can't get into our club without us approving you, but we sure do save a roach a lot of hassle. You save a what? A lot of hassle? A roach. Is this a name or a place? Is it a person? They're, they're, all, they're, they're all, all people. people. Yes, they're all people. Uh, I've got no idea on that one. The answer is the Dorsai. Have you been to AC? I've been to AC once. Yeah, they're the security group. They're all elitist. Oh, so I would have known Flair for FC. Yeah, Flair is FC owned. All right, this is question three. Hi, my name is blank and one day I'm going to um, I'm going to live up to my poppy fur shirt uh-huh oh shoot that's uh buddy oh that's oh, correct very well done very well done where's my ding yeah we actually knew one I totally botched that one all right question, <laughs> question four people think it's funny when I bitch so much in fact that I sometimes get paying gigs to do it at conventions Two of the Ranting Griffin. Very, very good. Ah, this is awesome. I'm feeling yeah. so cool now. <laughs> good job. All right, question five. I'm not one person. I'm actually two. When I make appearances, I'm a leopard. Did you see me, us, at FC 2011? We were the guest of honor. Uh, Blotch. That is correct. Okay, I was going to say I can give their other names, too. <laughs> I buzz... M- Here's question number six. I buzz my wings and can't be killed easy. When people see me... What is that? Scuttling? Scuttling. Scuttling around. They go for a bug bomb. I have been known for collecting elevator pieces and last bricks. The only person I know with any sort of beef or someone at all would be Pandora. Is that your guess? Yeah, I'll just guess Pandora. No, it's, Pandora. <laughs> it's Kage. Uncle Kage. Oh, is he a bee? No. He's a roach. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I know it was a lab coat. That's about it. Okay, so now I'm going to read this question from Light Core. So here's question seven. My character is a Marasadramon. How do you say that, Koru? Um, yes. Okay. And it's colored purple. I own Ferrex Art LLC, and you probably use my services daily. A.K.A. Prefire. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Awesome. What? Hey, don't you <laughs> shake your head at me. We have an audience today. <laughs> They're shaking their heads. All right, question eight. If you can find me west of the park, I'd love it if you'd help me out of my dire emergency. Also, baby furs can yiff in hell. Saib? No, sorry, that is not the right answer. It is Jim Grote. I still don't know who that is. He's he's been around for a while, and he's extremely outspoken about hating everything. Oh, and now he's probably never going to be our guest for me saying that, but it is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Question number nine: Chicken on waffles, oh lottie. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Chicken waffles, oh lottie. <laughs> I'm not going to have a guess for that one either. (gasps) You're not? Okay, we need to give him some hints on this. What? Who's that one? You've already said his name this episode. He's your mentor. He's the one that got you into the... into tweeting. Oh, Bucktown? Oh my god. Of course it's Bucktown. Yeah, the second that comes out of my mouth, it's like, oh. Yeah, never mind. Sorry, Bucktown. I'm not a oh, I love you. Epi- epic fell sound. I, I already did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. He's going to have me for that one. <laughs> I get all these other names and not him. And question 10 is, is a special one. I run a podcast and it airs every other week. Somehow my voice never reached puberty. You. 
So he, I think he scored eight. Did you keep track? Our score is seven. <laughs> but he gets a bonus point for getting me right. So, you know. I thought that was the tenth question. That, that was. was the tenth question. Oh. It was. Okay. I was counting that. So I was seven. counting three wrong. <laughs> well, thanks for playing our torturous game. You are now on the board with seven points. Where where does that sit? Uh, well, you're the well, first person to play, so <laughs> okay, cool. you're at the top. Yeah, I set the bar. That's right. Number one. <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. I think we have some more breaking news. Breaking news from the poppy fur. Mom always tells me the story of my birth and how doctors who delivered me said, congratulations, it's a poppy fur. She cried tears of joy. Oh, my God. <laughs> And that's the breaking news. We'll bring you more as it breaks. All right. So before we go to break, um, we actually found something, and I didn't know if you were aware of it. Have you heard of FA Rank before? Yeah, I have actually. Okay. So I we tried. Who made it? Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm not going to say his name. I don't know if I'm allowed to or not. Oh, you can. We we pulled it off of our research. Okay. Um, but just so everyone out there knows, FA Rank. Will you explain it? Basically, what it is is. Isn't it- it's renamed to the pop, poppyfur.com now, isn't it? Yes. Okay, yeah. So anyway, so what it is, is just poppyfur.com. And how it works is it just goes through and basically pulls your influential power from FA by taking it started at, I don't remember whose account he started it at, but it starts at someone's account, looks at the amount of watchers you have, and then who those, like how many people those people are watching. So like you get more points if someone's watching you who doesn't watch very many people. And then it goes off of that to basically base give you a number on how many quote-unquote popular people are watching you based on their following to follower ratio. Do you know your rank? I've got no idea. It's down right now, so we couldn't look you up. Ah, I know. It's kind of sad. What do you think about that kind of thing in the fandom in general? Do you think it's good to have an FA rank or a popufer.com rank or whatever we're going to call it? I think it's retarded. <laughs> just Why? To, just to, because it, it 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 wrongly inflates people's egos who don't need them inflated, and it trashes the egos of those who could maybe use an ego boost for once in their life. Like I've got a friend Cal who's like an amazing artist, and if I remember right, I looked him up once, and like his popular rating, like on that website, was like trashed. But he's like an amazing artist and has like a few thousand watchers. But because like he watches people back, it like ditched his rating and it's like because of something like that it's like okay so basically if you want to focus on your pop you for a rank number you're just gonna have to be a douchebag and defriend everybody in my opinion which is a little hypocritical of me because i don't watch everybody back now either but do you were you there when um sorry the creator took down the site were you in on that at all or you just kind of found out about it like everyone else no i found out about it like everyone else oh, okay well it is down and he says don't ask him when it's coming back because it's a month delay each time so, well, that's FA rank. Well, I think that we're ready for a short musical break. All right. Well, then we'll be back with the news. And then in the second half, we'll continue our interview with Scott J. Fox.
This is For What It's Worth News. In national news, Tales and Tactics, a furry trading card game, has hit Kickstarter for funding. It's a trading card game based on furries in typical war situations. It features comedic art and strategy. The goal of the Kickstarter is to print 1,000 decks professionally, sell them through their website, and have that all ready to go by the end of the year. If you want to donate to this Kickstarter, we encourage you to do so. The Kickstarter link can be found in our show notes page. Pixar has renamed Monsters, Inc. 2 to Monsters University. This movie is centered around Mike and Sully before the story of the original Monsters, Inc. and is a prequel. It is anticipated to be released on June 20, 2013, but no other details have been released at this time. And as an aside to this, and simply because we think it's just damn cool, Disney's next major animated release is Wreck-It Ralph, which tells the story of Ralph, who is a bad guy in a Rampage-like game, as he journeys to various video game worlds in the search to not be such a bad guy. The first trailer, which you can see on YouTube, features characters from Mario, Pac-Man, Qbert, Street Fighter, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, Mortal Kombat, and more. If you want to see it, you can go to the theater on November 1st, 2012. And we have breaking news. The Poppy Fur has just tweeted again. For more information, we go to the urgent tweet desk with Rue. The Poppy Fur. For some furs, the five minutes that they spend awkwardly standing near me was the coolest thing that has ever happened to them. Hashtag poppyfur, hashtag fame. Thank you, Rue. In other news, Nickelodeon has revived Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and is scheduling it for the fall TV season. It's anticipated to be a CGI-rendered series, and Rob Paulson of Animaniacs fame has signed to provide the voice of Donatello and will be joined by other well-known voice actors. In local news, Fur Media, our friendly rival and partner, has a new website, if you want to check it out, you can go to furmedia.org. Furmedia's mission is to be the number one free information source in the fandom. And if you want to check them out, they'll be airing an episode this coming Thursday, July 5th at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. And that's the news. Stay with us for part two in which we have our top ten and we ask Scott some more questions about Poppy Fur, such as do they help out the fandom?
Welcome back. Oh, we have more breaking news from the Poppyfur. He has just tweeted, and here we go live to the Poppyfur tweet desk. The Poppyfur. I'm so cool. Furry artists pay me for commissions. Pop, hashtag Poppyfur lifestyle. Hashtag swagger. Swagger. Swag. Swag. <laughs> and now back to the interview. So, um, being a Poppyfur, have you run into any difficult situations? because of the negative connotation that generally goes with the word. Yes. The I don't know. I, I'd say less because of the negative connotation around the word and more just the negative connotation of it in general. So not necessarily related to just the word. Like, um, like having your personal life plastered all over the internet when it's nobody else's business is sort of something that sucks. Or I think the worst thing, actually, I gotta take that back. The worst thing about everything is like when you meet new people oh that's right that's like the worst thing about it all i guess is that when you meet new people they already have opinions of you and so like i meet somebody like oh it's scott and you know and they already have like pre-built expectations they already have pre-built opinions of me all that stuff whereas i have no idea who they are so i have to then build what i think about them from the ground up from just meeting them whereas they've already got me more or less figured out and they've already decided whether they like me or not and i don't get that advantage to meeting other people i guess i see that's interesting because yeah i guess your reputation would precede you in that sort of a situation huh yeah so it's it's like a giant pr game it's i hawk everything i do on my main twitter account i mean i have alternates for that i don't censor but like as far as like scott j fox goes itself i hawk every single tweet i make on that because it's a giant PR game at this point. Having that many followers is nothing but it's just just a big public PR face now. Have you actually had anything go on like a con or been denied entrance to anything or been kind of like told go away? I've never been denied entrance to like entrance to stuff like that because of it, but I've gotten into places I wasn't supposed to get into, I guess you could say. You're stealing my thunder. That's the next question. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. What are some of the perks of being a poppy fur? Well, I don't know. I always feel weird talking about them because it makes me feel like I'm just being full of myself or taking advantage this of stuff, I guess. This is your opportunity to be but, full of yourself. So here right. you go. So taking advantage of that opportunity, I guess it's pretty cool. Like, um, I don't know, like a couple like years in a row now, actually, like, like I wouldn't have my badge at FC because either like I didn't reg yet or something, but it's because it's like, oh, no, it's okay. I know who you are. You can go in anyway. It's like, I trust you. It's like, oh. Okay, and well, and now I'm staffing at FC because of it, and I went straight from instead of like normally, you know, you'd have to sort of like work your way up, like just being a regular staff member. This is my first year staffing FC, and I went straight to the exec level, which isn't something that you're just going to hire a random fur off the street and be like, yeah, here's the executive position to our giant convention. It's sort of like, well, you've got a good reputation. People know who you are. People like you, so we can extend that trust to you as well, I guess you could say be kind of cool and then and then other people who it's it's always kind of nice when i don't know it it makes me like happy when it's like someone like outside of like twitter outside of furry like if we're like playing like league of legends and like someone else just like knows who i am like unrelated (laughs) to it like that's always kind of cool it's like oh that's 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 awesome or when there's someone who i really like and i think is a cool person it's like oh but there's still people i look up to or i would consider the poppy for from my level i guess or whatever you want to call it um, it's kind of cool when like they know me and like they like me too because it's like oh that's that's awesome I didn't wags it's like I didn't know it too. you know <laughs> it's like wags oh. so so there are poppy that's furs awesome. for poppy furs well I don't know like there's there's some people who like even like I don't think the majority of people would consider poppy fur who like I really like and have a lot of respect for I mean there's people like um, like Fuzzwolf is probably someone who I have like a ton of respect for you know and. I really like him and he's like a really good friend of mine and all that. And, but he's like, you know, owns for a planet and stuff like that. So it's sort of fit in like the stereotypical part of it. But otherwise there's people like, um, Oh God, I don't know. Like I'm, tr- I'm trying to like think of a couple people now and now I'm just like drawing blanks, but there's some people, I guess, um, Sparky is someone from Twitter and he was like talking about something one day and I just saw a tweet and I was like, what are you talking about? I think you're a really cool guy. And I like watching your tweets and he was all like, flabbergasted like you said that because he only has i think a few hundred followers or something like that but it's still someone who i look up to and who i would like to get to know better so it's it's interesting though because like now you measure your world on a scale of hundreds versus thousands of followers and i'm like i have 170 it's 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 just interesting to see you know what what i um, sorry (laughs) no 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 no, it's just different no it's fine 
Uh, I, you know, I see Poppy Furs as just normal people. Yeah. And they all have, like what you were saying, they all have people that they look up to as well. And um, oh, Wait, wait, hold, hold it, hold it. We have breaking news. Oh. The Poppy Fur has tweeted. And here we go once more to the Poppy Fur tweet desk. The Poppy Fur. Why don't we just hug and dance and get along? Except you. You don't touch me. All right, thank you. Now, what were you saying? Um, oh, I was saying something about uh, the fact that Poppy, Poppy First, they're just general people. They're normal people that have done amazing things, you know, um, or they've done things that done things that, are, that make them well known um, because, uh, yeah, never mind that. We should just scratch well, that What's part. actually happening, because no one can see this, is that our Naked Studio audience is making faces at our guest and <laughs> distracting everyone completely. That's because Should I not have name-dropped you there? <laughs> we have a beat button for that. Uh, okay. See? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. They've, like, slowly started, like, taking their clothes off, like, one by one. He's just been slowly stripping throughout the whole time, to be honest. It's kind of erotic. I'm getting a little turned <laughs> on. <laughs> He's just getting um, bothered over these, you know, just talking about poppy furs. To uh, go back, I guess, to what you were saying, though, about, like, how they're just regular people, I guess that's another thing that sort of bothers me, is there's a lot of people who will, like, message me, like, oh, I don't talk to you very often because I don't want to bother you because you probably get people to talk to you all the time, but it ends up that, like, I don't talk to that many people all the time because everyone just assumes I'm always talking to people and they always just assume that I'm too good for them and stuff like that. And that's the part that really bothers me because it's like, I'm not anybody different. It's like, if you say hello, I'm going to say hello back. I'll probably be slow because I'm at work and I never pay attention to my phone, but you know, it's not anything different. You're just making $20 bills on tips. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Because I'm adorable. Not because I'm furry. You know, it's not, it's not like, Tip me 20 bucks if you think I'm Twitter famous. <laughs> it was if you think I'm cute. That's a whole separate thing. You know, when I was a guest over at um, for Idaho, I actually ran into a couple of those situations where it was like, I don't know, they were just, people were really strange. Like, I've never, <laughs> like, normally, I have normal interaction with people where I can go up and talk to them. Like, I'd go up and talk to somebody, and then, like, they, like, run away from me or something like that. You must be that. new to this fandom. Uh, is this like your first like three months in the furry community you haven't <laughs> found any of the strange ones until now Just kidding. <laughs> he's very new yes i'm very new he hasn't even hit puberty yet i just started yesterday <laughs> it's my first birthday guys it, it's my first and i th- decided to start this this, this um uh, podcast just this, this evening yeah today i don't know if you got that <clears throat> um, all right special <laughs> you are He's so special, in fact, that he forgot to start the top 10. So here we go. Here are the top 10 ways to know if you are a poppy fur, as decreed by For What It's Worth. (laughs) You all right? (laughs) All right. Number 10. Make a popular website and then change all the policies on it to make yourself the talk of everyone. Number 9. Wear a poppy fur shirt so everyone who doesn't know you're popular will know. Number eight, write a blog on how great your puppy furity is. Number seven, follow everyone with a remotely furry icon on Twitter. <laughs> Number six, have you heard of? Name drop. Number five, remember you're only five degrees of separation away from a puppy fur. <laughs> Number four, brag about how many cons you want to attend. Number three, Ponies. <laughs> Applejack. Number two. Rainbow post dash. you want to get a commission from a famous artist on your journals, noting how you aren't able to for insert reason here. <laughs> and number one, buy a convention and run it for twelve or more years. And that's your top ten. But um And there are three bonus ones if you go to our show notes. People who follow everybody on Twitter drive me crazy. Because then they just follow everybody just to get follow backs, and it pisses me off. It's like, or you could legitimately earn your followers instead of, oh, I'm following 2,001 people, and I have 1,700 followers. I'm cool now. It's like, no, you're not. You're a dick. (laughs) You just got follow backs. That's all you're good for. (laughs) I hate that so much. It's like, there's one thing to like be socialized and follow people you like, but if you're at 2,001, which is Twitter's cap, it drives me nuts. 
So how do you feel that Poppyverse have helped out the fandom? Do you feel like that they've helped them out at any point? I think it's uh, it can be good because it could give somebody somebody to look up to in a way. Whether that be a good influence or a bad influence is entirely up to them and who they choose to look up to, I suppose. I guess it's kind of like celebrities yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Where it's like we look up to, I don't know, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think anybody looks up to Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> they look around Rosie O'Donnell. I don't think they can. <laughs> Hubble did it once. You'll have to push her off out of the hallway and into one of the side rooms. I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> that reminds me of some reason of that Cards Against people. Humanity card where it's like Oprah sobbing into a lean cuisine. Oh. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I've yet to play that game. I you're, need to. You're such a horrible person. I am. All right. So how do you feel then that Poppy Furs detract from the fandom? I mean, we kind of touched on it, but is there anything that stands out? Well, it's sort of like what I said at the beginning, just how it shouldn't be about that. And it didn't used to be. And I'm not sure where the trend sort of started happening. Because even still, like back when I first started, like people weren't afraid to like go up to Tegan at a con and be like, oh, hey, how's it going? But now it's like, oh, he's too cool for us and too good for us. And I think it's really like the like, I'm not going to name drop anybody here, but um, I think it's really like the, like, party goer poppy furs, like how you talk about those are different kinds, that, in my opinion, have sort of degraded the fandom in a little bit. Because, like, people who are popular because of their art, they're providing good art for the community, or, you know, or, like, stories and music or fursuits or fursuit making and all that stuff. But as far as, like, the ones where it's, it's like, oh, well, I'm... This is going to sound very hypocritical, but it's like, oh, well, I'm cute, young, and attractive and go to parties all the time, and that's the only reason you're popular. It's it's a high school thing to me, and it's like you – because a lot of the times those people – and not everybody, with a lot of times, in my personal opinion, I see that like a lot of those people don't realize that real life is going to hit them in the face at some point or another. I get the best schadenfreude when that happens to people. I know. I'm such a bad person <laughs> for saying You know, that. I, I completely, completely agree with you. We have breaking news. The Popufer has tweeted. The Popufer. Furries are so generous when you're a Popufer like me. One sappy FA journal and all my financial problems are solved. Love you guys. Sad because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally true. (laughs) That's why I have a love-hate relationship with that Twitter account. It's like I hate it because it's like... You're what's ruining the fandom. And then in the hand, I can't help but laugh because it's like, people actually do this stuff. <laughs> it's, it's not a parody. This could actually be someone's Twitter. It makes it... That's what's yeah. sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing that, that, you know, that you just basically um, stated as far as like... I, I feel like there are a separation between the poppy first. There are poppy first. There are poppy first for, for getting attention and, you know, want to be... You know, party. People who strive to be popufers are the ones who are completely doing it wrong. If you're well-liked because you're just who you are, then that's awesome. But people who go out of their way and, like, intentionally, like, don't follow anybody on Twitter but, like, me, Scroy, Bucktown, and won't follow anybody who, like, has less followers or something like that. Like, people who, like, force themselves to try and intentionally befriend those kinds of people drive me crazy. And I can't stand them. Yeah. It's, it's it's not what it should be about. Just because you weren't popular in high school doesn't mean that this is a second chance to try and, like, just have everybody know you. It's like, I'm sorry you didn't get enough attention, but you're not better than other people. You're at the same level as everybody else. You're at the same level I am. You're at the same level that somebody with 100 followers on Twitter has. You're at the same level as somebody who doesn't even have an internet connection is. The same level as non-furs everything. It's not, you're not better than anyone else. And I, it just drives me nuts when people literally will, what's that word? Like, not like racist, like, uh, dis- discriminate. There we go. Like, it drives me nuts when people discriminate on people based on their popularity level. And it's, it's the most obnoxious thing about this fandom that has risen in recent years and has a couple times literally almost driven me to just leaving it and abandoning it completely because it's so cancerous at that point because it's when I joined it like I said it was a place where all of that didn't matter and everybody was just on the same level and we were all friends with each other for no other reason than because we liked cute animals that was what brought us together and it was a really childlike innocent happiness you know it's what it was it was that 
you know, just like little kids, like three, four-year-olds, they're friends with all the other little three and four-year-olds because they don't, it doesn't matter. They don't care. They don't care what other people's different opinions are. None of it matters. They're friends with people just to be friends with people. And that's what the fandom gave to me. And that's what I try and give back to it. Awesome. Awesome. Well put. Thank you. Well, that I think uh, pretty much wraps it up. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we end the episode? Applejack is best pony. <laughs> oh man. My little pony. My little pony. No, the theme pony. song's terrible. Don't sing it. <laughs> I prefer my little donkey. My little donkey. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that <laughs> that concludes this episode then. Uh thank you so much for yes, joining us. Thank you for joining. I know that you are your your schedule is you're a very busy person. Making coffee. Yeah. All the time. I just, that's what I do. Even when I go home, I'm just like, oh, I miss work. And I start steaming milk and just throwing <laughs> espresso shots and stuff. And Well, awesome. Well, on our next episode, we actually have an interview with the artist Marcy McAdam. And we are looking very forward to that. And we hope that you'll join us then. If you have any questions or comments, go ahead and send those to cast at forwhatitsworth.com. If you have any music you want to have us play on the air, Go ahead and send it to music at forwhatitsworth.com. And if you have any specific questions for either Rue, Tugs, or Koru, you can send it to Koru at forwhatitsworth.com, Rue at forwhatitsworth.com, or Tugs at forwhatitsworth.com. And I might email you back. Ooh, I know. I know. I might have to try that. (laughs) So anything that, that Koru wants to add? Before we shut down. I would just like to say that Twilight Sparkle is the best pony. No, nobody even likes Twilight. All she does, she's just a manager. Every single episode, she doesn't do anything. She's not good no. for anything but bossing all the other ponies around. No, because see, that was totally me. The bookworm, no friends, always in the library. No, no, that no, was that, totally that me. part's fine, but if she would actually contribute, like, God, I mean, winter wrap-up, what does she do? She sits there, does nothing, tells you all the other ponies to do the work for, or even... Um, you know the season two, uh, the season two premiere with Discord. What does she do? She doesn't do anything to stop Discord. She just <laughs> manages. You know, anyway, I think that's it for this. Amazing. I think that's it for what it's worth. My name is Koru. <laughs> this is Rue. This is Tugs. And this has been for, for what, what it's, it's worth. worth.